Welcome to Indecent Tea Time. The dish on all your naughty reads. I'm Kristen. And I'm Jessie. And we're going to talk about so much smut. This podcast contains mature content. Please read all trigger warnings before reading any book. This podcast also contains serious spoilers for all books, so don't be mad at us for sharing the best parts. The content of this podcast is intended for adults. Safety, respect, and consent are of the utmost importance in any sexual situation. And while we're discussing many topics, we always advise our listeners to be safe, communicate, and respect others. If you're down for the ride, let's get into that tea. So this week, we are going to be talking about Den of Vipers, which was written by K.A. Knight. It is a very popular TikTok book that everyone seems to love lately, but it's definitely a dark romance. There are lots of trigger warnings in this book. Um, I didn't, I listened to it versus you read it. Which I think in itself, Kristen, is like, I can't even imagine how the audio was for this book because the book itself was so over the top. I was, as I was reading, I was thinking of you and I'm like, I can't even think about fathom of like what this is sounding like to Kristen. Yes. The audio was great because the voice actors in it were obnoxious, just had the most absurd accents and the most absurd, like, dramatic effects for See, everything. I forget that they had accents because as I'm reading it, I'm just reading it in my head, but then they she would say, like, knickers. I was like, oh, that's right. They have accents. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, um, it, I really enjoyed the audio, but I think I enjoyed it the most because the story is so outrageous that having the dramatic voices was even funnier. I think when there's so many people that like a book and then you read it and you have these kind of like expectations and then you read it and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> That's how this book was for me. It was okay. So trigger warnings. We'll start with that. Trigger warning, kidnapping, all the violence. But I was, yeah, lots of violence, torture. Yes, blackmail. What I mean, definitely a lot of borderline non-consent. Yeah, that's fair. I would say borderline because I mean she is consensual, but it, there's a it's a very thin line. Yeah, uh, but it's it, yeah. If those aren't your things, don't don't read it. Yeah, even though everybody's reading. It. Yeah, it's not like right when you're reading this book. It's not like these are morally gray characters. Like, no, no. these are no, <laughs> these are just not good people. Nope. <laughs> One of them straight up psycho. He's my favorite, though. I know. I as I read this, I was like, I remember Kristen loving this guy. Uh, one of them, like a big bear, but is also psycho because he like almost kills her every time. Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. He's got a lot of issues. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. This. I think this is episode eleven. That's a good. I think it's ten. I think we just did nine. I thought last one was our tenth episode, and we did like a little woohoo. Did we? No, last time was nine. This is ten. This is ten. Oh my god! It's <laughs> see, we're the absolute worst. We are the worst. Welcome to episode ten, everybody. Yep. Kristen, what are you drinking? I am just drinking beer, some juicy IPA, 
hazy, juicy IPA. Everybody loves IPAs, and I don't understand it. I don't necessarily love IPAs, but this one is really mild. Anyway, so welcome to episode 10. We made it. By the skin of our teeth, we made it. (laughs) We made it. Just barely. No. Yes. Um, so episode 10, we definitely decided to do one of the most popular books on TikTok. Yes. Also one of the darker books out there right now, I would say. I would definitely say it's pretty dark. So this book is just outlandish. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was trying to find like, okay, so where the fuck is this going? And at some point I just gave up and was like, I'm here for the ride. Let's just, <laughs> just buckle in. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I'll give the quick. Yeah. So this is a reverse harem. It is a chick. No, with... no, white shoes. Okay. Sorry. I didn't oh, mean... yeah. We have to call it white shoes right now. White yeah, shoes, yeah. Being politically <laughs> so correct. Like, white shoes. I'm like staring at her like. <laughs> Why the fuck did you just interrupt The same fucking thing. What? <laughs> what? We, I think we had this conversation on another episode, didn't we? Same fucking Sorry, thing. Kristen. I'm like looking at her. Okay. Yes. Correct. Uh. This is a white shoes. I think I'm the one who brought it up in the last episode too. Okay. You're so mad at me. Not mad. You just gave me this these eyes. I was like, oh, seriously about to fall. Like, I'm sorry for interrupting you. This bitch. Uh, Shut up but now I, under- no. I understand what you were. Your look was, yeah, and <laughs> not not a what the fuck. It was a, I know. Yep. All right. This is a why choose. Uh, why choose with less choice? No, um, why choose one chick, four dudes? It is kind of like a, like, I would call it mafia, but they're not really mafia. It's like a gang, this group of organized crime. All right. There's some kind of mafia, but they're Irish. So maybe they're... Are they Irish? I just thought they were... No, Irish is mafia. So cartel is Mexican or... South American, right? I don't know. Right, cartels are not like it's like the Italian mafia, the Irish mafia, the Russian mafia. Yeah. But then, like South Americans, all like cartels. It's like a cartel, and in America, we don't. Well, we. I mean, we used to have like mafias, but not so much anymore. We're more gangs. Gangs, I think. Who fucking knows? Anyways, does it matter? No, it really doesn't. <laughs> there are documentaries out there that can divine these two things for you. With. Right now, this is the only thing that matters. I digress. We're going to call it Mafia for the sake of this co- this podcast. We're calling it a Mafia. It's a why choose Mafia. So four guys, Ryder, Garrett, Kenzo, and Diesel. Okay, four yes. dudes. And uh, the one chick. What the fuck Roxanne. Roxanne. There we go. <laughs> I got you. Um, and so the quickie on this is the girl gets sold by her father for a debt and she runs a bar plot is not original like she her father sells her to the mafia because he's on a debt she owns a bar called roxers and they come in and she is she struggles and they take her and now she's their captive they're true they're slave she they own her yeah but she's pretty badass like when they go to kidnap her like she goes at him with a bat and she does pretty good, actually. Right, she does get one of them in the balls. So, I mean, yeah, it's she's not going down without a fight. This girl is not a damsel in distress by any means. Yeah, no way. So I like that about her because she's super smart ass, like very sarcastic, like you know, sassy, smart ass. Yeah, 
Yeah. And they all think that's like super fascinating. They also think it like they love the fact that she like tried to attack him with a bat. Like all four of them. Right, that she wasn't afraid of them. They're like grown men like pee their pants when they see us, but this like little girl. Tiny woman, yeah. Is... Tiny woman, yes, that's better for <laughs> That's better. I'm I'm here to keep you PC, Kristen. <laughs> I'll be the HR of this podcast. HR of this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're not going to make it very far if there's HR anywhere near for this book. You should I'm just the... stop right now, ladies. So that's the moral of the story, right? She like, these guys, they yes. do all these crimes. And then at the end of the day, like she ends up taken and, and then they get her back. They all fall in love with her. And then she's part of their whole crew. And then like there's loyalties and all that. Yeah. It follows every the things that people like. Every enemy is to lover. Yes, exactly. Every that is one hundred percent the enemies to lovers for this. Um, I do like how she's a little bit stubborn, but the body betrayal in this book almost annoyed me at the very beginning, where she's like, "I hate them so much. They stole me, and I'm their slave." But goddamn, they're hot. <laughs> but that's like every single. You're not going to get away from that in any enemies to lovers or any like reverse harem book. Sorry, my bad fucking why choose (laughs) (laughs) i i mean i get it but i i just i have a lot of hopes and dreams for romance one day that maybe we could evolve into like more of like a developed relationship where it's not like his body's so hot and oh my pussy's so wet for him whereas more of like yeah i'm like fair but we're like reading 300 page books and not there's a reason (laughs) (laughs) we we know what we're here to read we don't need a developed story shut up (laughs) But the next one, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, so let's just, can we just talk about each of the guys? Can we go through yeah. the gentlemen? And I don't know who we should talk about first or who we should talk about last or who we should just talk about the only one that's important and leave the rest. <laughs> well, no, you have to give context. <laughs> um, okay, so Jesse read the book. I listened to the book. The audio for this book is fucking unhinged like just unhinged these guys are ridiculous they also have accents so that makes it even better but you're talking about the voice actors yeah the voice actors but of the four there's like Ryder, who is supposed to be like the leader of the group and then writer writer yeah and then there's Garrett, who is like the big guy. He's like the bodyguard, like not the bodyguard, muscle. but he's, he's the, muscle, the muscle. Yeah. And he has some history and things like that, too. And then there's Kenzo, who has like all kinds of history. And he's like the super smart ass, like the brother to the younger brother of Ryder. Yeah. And but yeah, he's like the big softy, but he's also like not. so. I mean, all of them are not someone to be fucked with. Yeah, let's not be. Like, they're not morally gray. Right. We, we already stated that. They're all fucked up. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no in between here. No. Ladies. No gray. And then there is the best character of the whole book. And it Maybe is Diesel. Maybe because you heard him. And uh, like, when I was reading it, I was, I just, I guess I was, just, I went for a writer more versus Diesel. But I loved how cr- fucking crazy this guy is. But that's why I love Diesel. He's like... It's like you adopt a feral cat and you're like... 100%. (laughs) That is a great description of that guy. (laughs) He just loves to draw blood and he just thrives in chaos. (laughs) It is great. But the audio of his voice is disturbing. And 
I, I mean, it's just fabulous. And it makes it even worse. It like makes all of his craziness even worse. Um, but there's a lot of usage of weaponry to yes. fuck people in this book. Yes. And he's the key. He, I mean, he's the main user of the weaponry. But it is like, I, I mean, in a lot of books that we read, when they use weapons to fuck somebody, they're typically not injuring themselves in the process. Yeah. And that just like shows you how psycho he is. Well, and I think also her too, like she and she's just getting off on it. So it shows how fucking psycho she is. That's true. Because they're all individuals, but she wants them all. Yes, that is very true. I agree. Um, So yeah, Ryder is like the the leader and he's super serious and he like tries to hold out the whole time you know there's always got to be the one guy who's like i'm gonna hold out she's not gonna get to my dick i won't let her and then of course he falls the hardest like exactly yeah the whole time he's like she's just payment this is just business all the things he's like i gotta take care of my family all that shit so i do i do like enzo i'll give you that kenzo kenzo enzo Oh my gosh. I Yeah. So if you guys have read Does It Hurt? The main character's name is Enzo. I just talked about that one with my last book club. And so that's why I have Enzo on the brain. Kenzo. We got these names. Need to be a little more. <laughs> we need some different names or I read too many books and they all blend together. Um, But Kenzo. It falls. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> But Kenzo is good because he's like the comic relief. He's the com well, so I would say that Diesel and Kenzo are the comic relief because some of the crazy things that Diesel say, you're just you're like, oh, well, that was ridiculous. But Kenzo's more, I think he's the buffer. Yeah. Because everybody's so crazy, whereas he's the most rational. Yeah, I'll give it that. And he's like the gambler, right? So yeah, so he is the one who like manages the like all the bookie shit and like the money from that respect but so he like his personality is very much so like game he's like very playful and loves games and things like that so i mean we've talked about this on many podcasts before like i love the guys who play games like i love like the playful yes funny ones but he's also you know like then there's garrett and his sob story he does have a sob story I would just say would just get move on like with Garrett. Like he Yeah. He's the character with the sob story. But they like what am I what, how am I trying to describe him? Where they inv- they show this like big, big guy who has been, you know, his heart's been broken and he throws him or like loses himself in the boxing ring so that we, you know, he can, you know, fight his pain away. And he's honest I see, I think he's the most dangerous one because he like always chokes out Roxanne. Mm-hmm. And it's never with him. It's like never gentle. He doesn't do anything. He's just like straight to like the the college pumping, and it's just, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> the jackhammering. That's what it's called. Like that's how I envision their sex is just like him just jackhammering into her, and it's just not. And she's somehow describing herself as like I'm so wet, and I'm all, and I'm just like how? like it doesn't immediately start like this. Sorry, <laughs> that is not how I envisioned any of that at all. <laughs> no. but- maybe that's the difference between reading it and listening to it on audio (laughs) i think so i think so that is hilarious because in the audio they 
make him sound so much more like the injured puppy, right? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I saw that in the book. Like, right, like his heart's been broken. Like, but he's not gentle with Roxanne or with Ro- no, Roxy. No, for sure. But she also like so here's like the thing with where you were talking about like the bodied betrayal and stuff but that bitch like intentionally tries to get on his every last my punani will solve his problems yeah. it'll break like right like she has like some powerful punani where all if i just like have sex with him it'll heal him uh-huh yeah and she like she's very intentional about like trying to drive him up a fucking wall it's like yeah, yeah. She she poke pro- pokes and prods him the most. It's like people aren't gonna be nice to you. Like if you want to get fucked gently, probably don't piss people off. I mean, that's a fair point. Which she never wanted to get fucked gently. I don't know why though. That was no. Like, she's always for it. She's like, do me like a jackhammer. Yes. Right here, right now. It'll be good for you. It'll be good. For- yes. <laughs> she is their therapist. She's the therapist for all she's of them. She's the punani therapist. Yes, I told you. She's got a therapeutic pun- punani. Maybe they should get her like a. ESA. <laughs> she should have a jacket, a uh, license, a little vest, a little vest. It's got neon for her, for her kitty. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, but no, that's how this book makes it seem. Like her, she's got the magical punani that just like heals everything. And when she first bosses around Diesel, and he listens to her, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I told you, he is a feral cat." I love it. He's a feral cat who literally is like hyped up on cocaine or something like that. I don't know. But uh, like I have so many things I want to talk about, but like I don't know how to get there. So I was sitting outside one day and my husband walks by. He's like, are you listening to your book? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. He goes, is it good? And I was like, well, I just read a scene about this guy getting the skin filleted off of his fingers. And he yeah. was like, my husband goes, I I seriously don't understand how this ties back to smut. And I was like, you would be very surprised. It's th- apparently there is no, you don't need to have a tie back. No. They're both turned on while he's playing, playing fingers. And then he yeah. is going to do her with the blood off. <laughs> There you was know a lot how of many blood. times I thought I was like, well, that's unsanitary. <laughs> that's how we get, and that's how I get bloodborne diseases. How do you know your victim does not have an STD? You don't. Well, I mean, like, dude, that's some fucked up shit. Like, that's a biohazard. <laughs> I got, there were like when she was doing like with her own blood, I was okay. But it when it was his victim's bloods, I kept. I was like, no. Yeah, like that was it was such I couldn't get into it but I liked the scene because she was into it but then I was like bloodborne pathogens <laughs> bloodborne pathogens that's the first thing that goes through my mind <laughs> every time <laughs> when someone's fucking in someone else's blood mm-hmm. yeah yep for sure <laughs> so I literally okay so in this book in particular I cannot remember any of the sex and there's a shit ton of sex in this book right? there's a lot of sex yeah i can't remember a single sex scene outside of the ones with diesel and weapons oh my god Chris. <laughs> <laughs> like my brain is clearly like short-circuited 
Yeah, there, one one track. All right, I got it. All of I'm, them. All the other ones. And there were some good ones. I think there were really good ones. I remember. I guess the ones that stick out in my mind are the ones with Garrett because they're so brute. Like they're they're not nice. Like the first time he does it with her, he's like face fucking her and her mouth's bleeding. I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> And then she's commenting how she's like so big and then she's like bleeding in her mouth and she's like, I'm crying because I can't breathe. <laughs> like, oh my God. This guy is so, I was like, and she's like, oh no, but it's it's good for him. It's therapeutic. I could change him. I don't know. Like it was, uh, I was like, okay, damn. No, so you're right. So the sex with Garrett is like very brutal because he's like, all fucked up. I mean, the shit that happens, like the reasoning he's fucked up is pretty brutal too. But then he gets is rescued at the, at the end, end the and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. yeah. so I haven't finished the book. And uh, I was, because I'm at like 70% and I'm like... Oh, yeah. His whole story is like the last leg of the book, for sure. Okay. Yeah, and you find out like the reason he's got all this trauma with women is because his ex like tried to kill him while she was fucking him and then like take all his money and blah, 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 blah. Like, this whole thing. So that's why he hates women. Is that one of our children? Sounds like it. I don't think that's our problem, right? Nope. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> I didn't even hear a kid cry. Actually, I did hear a kid cry. I didn't give two fucks. <laughs> Just as, like, a PSA. They do have their fathers upstairs with them. Yeah, they're... they're- they are being supervised by adults. It's just not us. Okay, okay. Back, 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 back. We're going back. We're circling back. Um, okay, so his ex was fucking him and trying to kill him at the same time. Yeah, like tried to kill him while they were having sex. and So that's why he has all this trauma around sex. And like he didn't even have sex for a really long time. He just fought. He was a f- like just boxed instead. All right. Is this the f- only book in the series? Like, is this just, it's a standalone? Is, it is, there- is a standalone. No, there's, okay. she has one that just came, not just, but came out after this. That's called the Court of Nightmares. There we go. Court of Nightmares. And it's the same thing, but with vampires. Oh, okay. And you re- have you read that one? Oh, yeah. I read it right after. I was like, wait, I got to see if this is more fucked up than the other one. Continue this roller coaster. Yeah. I was like, sign me up. Yep. <laughs> ticket. Here you go. Here's take, the ticket. Take my money. Front car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, take my money. Um, but okay. So since I clearly have like blacked out. No. Well, there's a desk. Well, we always talk about the desk scene. There is a there's desk. There's always a desk scene. And pretty much, I think every romance we've read, there's a desk scene. Like, yeah, most of them. This one's with Ryder where it's like, it's kind of at the end when they like finally are like, he's like, I love you so much. And then they're in their his office and she's like helping him prepare because now she's like part of their little mafia hierarchy. Right. And they like do their business for the day and then they fuck in the conference room. And it's good. It's good. It's a There's standard. a couple shower scenes. Uh, I know maybe that's where Garrett fucks her. Uh, no, he doesn't fuck her. He face fucks her in the shower. I think this one was the one where Garrett um, took her forcefully. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. And then the one where with Diesel, like the first time that he fucks her, I that was an in, like a tense scene. And like how he has her chained up and like just 
Slicinger is dance like or no was that the guy he was dancing no I think it was her he was dancing and slicing her right uh he there is a scene where he ties her up and cuts her but in the very first scene yeah he's like he has a victim tied up also but so the first scene she's sitting on his like toolbox or whatever table full of tools yeah and they do fuck after he finishes slicing up his victim but then he does in another scene tie her up and cut her also another scene i guess i was thinking them both on the same one you're right when she goes down and he's like all right well because he that he was also torturing another person but he just killed him quickly and then tied her up yeah and then he fucks her with the knife handle right oh yeah yeah, I was going to say that was the knife handling uh-huh. luggage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so, so like the weapon fuckery, the fuckery that happens with the weapons in this book, right? There's definitely a gun, which is like standard now. This is like yes. par for the course. Very <laughs> usual. Here I am disturbed at the beginning. I was like, oh, well, that doesn't phase me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> per the use. Um, right. There it's is. weird if it doesn't have it in it now. Everybody's too... Sorry. <laughs> Literally, the book I just read, she gets fucked with the gun, too. Um, what is with that? I don't... Appear. Would you ever really have a gun in your in your snatch, dude? Would you ever? Have you already? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pee my pants. Absolutely not, Jesse. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. We teach gun safety around these parts of the United States. <laughs> We're not sticking gun metal at people's pussies around here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Have you already? What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> as long as it's not loaded, unless you're like on the edge, right? Like safety on, please. I don't know. Oh, oh hard no. Friend, <laughs> I'm glad because no, I I guess it's more like the shape. It's not a. It was not not made for like a rec like a rectangle. What's that called? The three. What? <laughs> the barrel. <laughs> when you were like, it's not made for a rectangle. I'm sure you're gonna say rectum. <laughs> I was sure. I was so sure. <laughs> Uh, no. Okay. We can um, we can bypass the conversation about our preferences for gun barrel shaped <laughs> items. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that that is not a thing. But yeah, I don't know why it's in a lot of books now. Because if I'm like on like that, maybe just because of the fantasy, All of them I it is so idea. dangerous that I it has to be the danger part. It's thrilling. Like I don't know, gets people uh, like for me. Oh Get some going. <laughs> Here we go, another gun. Um, oh. no, but the other weapon in this book is the knife, right? And this is the first like fucking with the handle of a knife. But it's because think about that. How are you gonna fuck somebody with the handle of a knife without cutting yourself? He was right? all about it. He was all about it. He, he was all about it. Which just goes to show you how legitimately psycho he was. Because he was, like, laughing. like He was hard just because of the pain. It wasn't like, yeah, he was doing uh-huh. his girl with the ni- the handle, but it was mostly because he was doing that act, that sexual act and actively bleeding, cutting himself. Yeah. Like, the, like the pain he was, like, the, yeah. totally gets off of pain. Yeah. And even, like, in that, like, 
there are a lot of scenes where like she's like, you know, this is like kind of questionable in terms of safety. But that one she was like, that's like actually the one where she was like, this could be really dangerous. Like, (laughs) no shit. Yeah, that was the one where she's like, well, I mean, that was a pretty deep cut. Like, okay, like she was concerned. And then she she abandons him, (laughs) bandages him up after. Yeah, Yeah. she sewed him up. His poor little hand. Yeah. The weapon fuckery. I'm like, what? A lot. There's, I mean, and I, I think it was just the knife handle and the gun, at least that I've read so far. Was there more? Uh, I don't know. There was Maybe something that- else, but I, I can't remember. I got to the part where finally all, like, had, when she, like, came back, she's like, they gave her her freedom and let her choose. But why choose? <laughs> so she gave kind of this terrible one. It was good. It was good. It was a good one-liner. I like it. We should use that more often. So she came out. I got so many dad jokes. <laughs> They're terrible. Anyway, it was good. Was Ryder last? The 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 like leader of the group's always last. Yeah. So he was last, and so he she was he was controlling everything. Like this is what you're gonna do to her while he's fucking her. That you're gonna fuck her mouth, and then you're gonna do this. So he was directing everything. And finally, at the end, she goes, "I'm not having that anymore. You're not in control." And then just like Kyle drives on his dick. Yeah. That was a good one at the end, but then they end up rescuing Garrett because he gets like kidnapped by his psycho ex and blah, blah blah blah. I feel like I need to like pull up the audio of Diesel just so you guys can like hear. You should like his voice because it makes the whole audiobook. Was it one of those three D audios where you could hear like them like walking, or was it just the voice acting? Uh, no, it was not. Um, sixty six Garrett. Nope, don't care it. 67. Nope. 68. Kenzo. Nope. 69. Ryder. Nope. Diesel. Ah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I swear, I didn't know what they were going to. I cut off his words by grabbing the needle and putting his head in a vice-like hold. That's Diesel. Tears fall from his eyes as he struggles in the chair. His arms and legs tied to him with barbed wire, like they did to my girl. Shush, <laughs> don't move like a mess this up. <laughs> He's so crazy. Oh, wow. That was the whole book for you? <laughs> the whole book? The whole oh, book? Well, I mean, obviously not him the whole time, but still, like, that's... The whole time. I might have DNF just based on the <laughs> on the voices. I had to keep listening. It's like a morbid curiosity at that point. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I was oh like, boy. "Wait, is he gonna talk like that the whole time?" And yep. he does, and he did. Damn, that's funny. Oh my god, you're right. The book itself was over a top, and then you had that. That was like, oh man, they went to the moon with that one. Yeah, that's what. If you guys follow us on TikTok, you probably saw a video of me. I was like, I think I would have scarred myself had I read it, but the fact that I listened to it kind of helped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the whole time you were like, wow, this is like so fucked up and over the top. Yeah. Yes. Something else. Yeah, this book had a definite more description on like the crazy. And then the sex scenes weren't, you're right, there was nothing wholesome. Like even the sex, like, yeah, it was like therapeutic, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't safe. I don't know, like safe sex it wasn't like everything about it was like there, she was either hurting or was in a position like i don't know if... what 
you're saying that being fucked with weapons isn't safe, Jesse. What have you kept the safety I mean, on? You got they had no bullets in the gun. So there was that. Even though they kept like trying to shoot each other, knowing that there was no bullets in it. <laughs> That's true. Um Yeah, I hold on, let me I just have to tell my husband this really quick. I'm gonna mute this now. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. There's nothing, nothing wholesome about this book. How many chili peppers would you give this book? I mean, it was really spicy. There was a ton of sex in it, and it was pretty, it was very descriptive. It, it was, I wouldn't say it was terribly kinky in terms of, like, the types of kink out there. It was just a bunch of rough sex, like... Yeah. Okay. okay. And uh, weapon play, breath and weapon play. play. Yeah. Um. So I mean, a little like, bit of tie up. I mean, but it wasn't like descriptive, like dom stuff. As yeah, you yeah, go yeah. into like certain types of kink, um, right. I would give it like a, I would give it a four for sure. I mean, it was there was a ton of sex in it, and it was. It was an easy read. It was a very easy read, and you knew what you when you come in when you come in this book. <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> when when you come to this book and you know what you're expecting like it, again there's a lot of sex it's rough it's thrilling and it's a pretty decent size too it's not like a stupid 200 page book like yeah it has a little yeah there is like a little taste. more story yeah. behind yeah. the the whole premise so it is pretty good i mean i enjoyed it i thought it was entertaining a uh, part of it could have been that the audio was so over the top that I, I liked wonder it. If but... this, our pepper scale is becoming inaccurate because like, the more books we read, the the bigger our we have to go back and be like, we For said sure. this was a five. That's On today's scale, scale it is a three. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So everyone can just take that for what it's worth. Yeah, as the more that we do this, our chili pepper scale is definitely subjective. Yeah, to like, books that how are you judge based on the shit we just talked about? Yeah, yeah. based on the trigger warnings. <laughs> know what you're getting into. Probably going to be pretty spicy. I read, I saw an Instagram and I showed my husband today. I was like, I need to read this book. And it was like, to all the girls who think the Grim Reaper would fuck like a god. <laughs> that was the I dedication to the book. <laughs> I'd read that book. That sounds great. I have a problem. I I think that's what's so liberating about this smut book revolution, like of all these girls just reading the nastiest shit, is it's so liberating because yeah, we 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 have those fantasies, but now they're they're in writing, right? And I think that's liberating as women. Like I get to read about a god of death fucking yeah. some poor innocent woman. <laughs> Yep. Or maybe not so innocent. Very true. Yeah, I I have like my neighbors had me start a smut club because we have like a normal book club. And then my neighbors were like, but we want to read some like really like smutty stuff that, you know, our general neighbor populace is not, you know, going to be yeah. into. And so I did. I just had them read Does It Hurt by H.D. Carlton. And they all really liked that one. But you know, some uh, one of the veterinarians was, I was talking to her about the podcast, and she goes, I just, I read a lot of H.C. Carlton, and I was like, I don't know who that is. And she goes, well, they're not, like, crazy, but, you know, there's, yeah, you know what you're there for. And I was like, okay, 
yeah i mean you know what you're getting into right like so that's the one that the the shark with the water and the shark situation that we talked about yeah but i'm reading right now um a trilogy that's uh, like a witch and demon it's like a demon smut it's pretty good is that the fireborn no so um, are you going to read that one? Because we can talk about that. I think Fireborn is a three-part trilogy by Rosaria Munda. It's almost like Game of Thronesy, is my understanding. Oh. Um, so there's like dragons and magic and um, lots of okay. world building and like battles and war. Okay. And stuff like that. I want to read the bull one. We need to read the bull one with the the, the one I sent farm. Yeah. We need to read that one just for shits and giggles, dude. dude literally, some uh, one of the book talkers that I follow posted that book this week, and I took a screenshot of it and I was going to send it to you. And I was like, "We're we're not the only ones that saw this book. Dude, it's so popular. I don't know where it's popular, but I've seen so many people like this shit. What is this shit? And I read it on uh, Reddit. People were talking about it, and then I I sent that to you almost like two months, well, at least a month ago. Uh, no, if it not was longer. easily like three months ago. Yeah. I think we all blacked out the last month of our lives. Um, no, but I was reading the comments on that post and people were like, this was so wholesome. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes, dude, we need to read it. Maybe that's the next one we read is we the Milkmaid one. one. Yeah. And then we can one. read um, the high fantasy since that, that Milkmaid will hopefully be an easy, I'll probably read it just because I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? I'm down. And then we'll talk about how wholesome it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm totally down for that. Yeah. They were like, it's. I was like on the cover is literally like, a- no, it's literally like a ox cow man holding this woman yeah the milkmaid yeah the milking farm the milking farm yeah the milking farm not just one thing gets milked here <laughs> exactly <laughs> deal that's the next book we're doing the milking farm next i love it all right and then we can move on from there well i don't know how active we are on i know you're very active on tiktok social haven't been lately but I'm going to pick it up. We're picking back up, guys. We're coming back. It's, you know, we all got lives. And I know that you listen to us for entertainment and we do our best. But when, if y'all just give us money, then we could record more. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we can. Yep. And we hope you guys have fun. That's all I care yeah. Because it's fun for us. It is. We love it. I think so. Oh my gosh. Well, that's why I love you. And I'm glad that you don't have gun sex. <laughs> it's nope. not something I, I care about, but I, you know, it means a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> Your sexual health is important to me when it comes to. You know, you're my best friend and I care about things. I don't want to know the details, <laughs> but you know, I do care. Well, you can sleep soundly. Oh, I will. Knowing that there will be no guns near my vagina. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, uh, the little things, you know. <laughs> we try. We try. Uh, That's why we're best friends, you know? So things that other people would never think about. I care, Kristen. <laughs> I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have you, Jay. 
I know, boo. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Just kidding. <laughs> no. All right, friends. Um, moral of the story, don't put guns up your vagina and listen to Just us again. Just practice safety and continue to listen to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Don't forget to come find us on all of our socials. We're Indecent Tea Time on Instagram, TikTok, and Reddit. And we'll be around. So send us a DM and we can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us for some Indecent Time. Come back for more Naughty Tea.